I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'ma make a toast, cause we still alive. No big, I feel like Pac. Um, and then maybe we might have to come back and do a part two, Dr. Brizendine, because you're dropping gems, and I, I don't want to rush through this, because... Uh, us as men we really that that last statement that you just made of us not taking it personal that's when i would say for men that we have to become intentional on uh, being an intentional husband of knowing that my wife is currently going through this biologically right um i i the grace that needs to be given there the level of patience as a husband i would say if you're if you want to be a husband this is what you sign up for you sign up to know that one day um, there's going to be an evolution and there's going to be a time that we're going to have to have ex- some patience. Would you agree? Absolutely. This is a really, you know, well, just as when there's pregnancy and postpartum and the breastfeeding mm-hmm. time, you know, I mean, all that there's patience that's there. I mean, you know, and you guys, the thing is you see the product, you see the baby, you see the breastfeeding, you see the postpartum, you know, you see all that stuff. That's a different, that's a visual and you're, you know, whatever you're wanting. This is a different stage because you're not seeing, you guys don't see something. You don't see all of the hormone changes. You don't see all the bleeding change. You don't see all of the, um, you know, you don't see that stuff. I mean, and unfortunately, sometimes we women in our behaviors just start locking the door and rejecting you guys. And, you know, it, it's it's really painful. So I think um, we women need to become more sensitive to you guys at this stage and realizing that our Ooh. rejection of you guys means, is you know, that we're, we're giving the message that we don't love you and that's not true. Oh, this is so good. I'm going to, I'm that last part. I'm going to have to loop that over and over again because uh, we had, and that's when being an intentional wife as well as understanding that he might be feeling like this. So would you say, I want to put words in, would you say that in being an intentional wife at that point that, you know, there has to be some type of collaboration and understanding because he is going to feel some type of way and it can't just be get over it. Because I don't want to send that message like, okay, this is supposed to happen to me. Get over it. It has to work both ways. Patience given from the man. What would you say from the women needs to be? I think the women need to say, look, honey, I'm, I'm just, I'm bleeding a lot right now. I don't know what's going on with my hormones. I'm just like, I'm just like right now, I'm just, I'm feeling like a mess and I'm feeling, I'm sweaty. I'm hot. I can't, you know, women, when the, so the, what happens when the estrogen goes down, you know, we have all these hot sweats and things and it just makes you feel it make, doesn't make you feel good about yourself. I mean, you just feel crappy, you know, just feel, mm-hmm. you feel icky. And if you have six or seven hot flashes at night, you're not sleeping well. You're feeling crabby with brain fog. So, you know, we women just need to speak our truth to you guys, because mm-hmm. if you know the truth, we're not trying to hide the truth. You know, women kind of, we kind of, you know, we don't want to bother you guys with a lot of our female stuff. Do you know what I mean? I've That's heard why that, we're having yes. this conversation. That's why we're having this conversation. We don't want to bother you with all this female stuff. And so... What I'm hearing and thinking of from you is that guys would rather hear this stuff yes. than to feel the rejection of having the door locked. Please. And I'm glad you said that. And one of the things I'm sure you experience this as well with, with your clients at times, I think that the, that word assumption, I also call the blues clues. We think that the other person is going to sit on down and figure us out because that's what marriage is all about. And it's not. You have to open your mouth and speak. And so, like you said, the conditioning, it sounds like this is what I'm hearing. The conditioning for women is don't bother him with this. He really doesn't care or doesn't know about this. When in actuality, yes, I am standing. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that what you were saying? That's the conditioning? Well, he wouldn't, yeah. And he, the thing is, like, we think we women think like, well, he wouldn't really understand because he doesn't have periods. His home, whatever. His hormones right. aren't jerking him. His hormones right. aren't jerking him around all the time like mine are. And he wouldn't. Right. He wouldn't understand anyway. And besides, it'll be it'll be over in a couple of days. And but in this case, it won't be over for a few years. It's another. Right. <laughs> See, and that, that's 
which is why I would rather hear, hey, you know what? Um, uh, uh, I, this is what I have going on. And, you know, it's not you. And maybe, you know, th there's another collaboration we could do somewhere else in some other time. Yes, we want to hear that. Yes. We want I mean, to hear. I mean, I mean, I know. I mean, I'll just get I'll just get down and dirty and just say one thing. My husband and I worked as like whatever during this phase. It's like I just, you know, I wasn't that into it or whatever. And so I just said, like, look, Wednesdays is your day to take care of yourself. <laughs> you, you and your hand have a date, baby. <laughs> that, but that's real, though. I mean, at least it's, I'm it, getting at least, real, baby. I'm getting real. No, at least it allows us to have as men. You know, um, we we uh, we internalize instead of verbalize. So we're already in a space that we don't. We feel some type of way, and we most of the time don't say it. And then when we do say it, because that we found out inside of this conversation, you're over there thinking, you don't understand, and da, 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 I'm going. so now his boom, that's an argument right there. Whereas at least if you just like, hey, uh, you got to handle yourself these four or five days, it's kind of like, oh, dang, I don't want to. But at least you told me. At least I know that if you, and, and again, your mood, the hormones that shift around, that's also outside of the sex. It's just the day-to-day the -day, uh, uh, interaction between you and that person. There's more sensitivity that, that we might need to have. So it actually grows just even beyond the sex portion. But, you know, uh, what, what are your thoughts in that area? Communication, because, you know, when, you know, if like, so, the you know, the last three days of the menstrual cycle usually, for, I mean, about 80% of women have like last day before she starts bleeding is like, we you know, you guys, we all call it the PMS time. And right. it, for us, it's like, uh, we, in my clinic, we call it the crying over dog food commercials. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> it's just so, all of a sudden, so you can go boo-hoo-hoo or cry over just about anything. It's just like, we're really weepy. It's really emotional. And then... Stuff that you guys do that irritate us a little bit all the time. Just things that were like, you know, whatever, the way you chew your food or the way you do this or that, or you throw your underwear, whatever it is, it irritates us a little bit. Right. And on those days, it feels like fingernails on a chalkboard at high decibel level. That's it can interesting. just get really stuff that's, you know, a little annoying. It's, you guys have the same thing. Thing that we do that little annoys you. Think about it like if one or two days a month, it's just like the volume got temp turned up from a Two or three on an irritation to that's ten. important. That that's important well, for us to know. She jumps it. and she jumps and bites your head off about something that seems so stupid and whatever. Just realize that it's just it's her ability. Her ability um, is her emotional ability to be what we call you know the word we call it emotional continence. Emotional okay. continence, you know, just your ability to kind of just like feel what you're feeling and kind of like handle it in a usual, in a, in a logical, stable way. Maybe mm -hmm. it just goes away for those couple of days. And right. I don't think you guys should take it personally, but I know you do. Mm -hmm. Whew. Okay. So, I, so let me just add this in here. Cause I, you have something that's called Luann's daily sleep plan. And I want to talk about that really quickly. Um, how is, imp what, what's the importance of sleep in this area? Will it help enhance Oh, um, baby, sleep is really important for, okay. for everybody. But let me tell you why it's so important for this time. So women, a lot of times are having hot flashes. They're not sleeping well. They're throwing the covers off. And, you know, you guys are like, you know, whatever. We need the fans or the, you know, right. take a cold shower. All this. <laughs> it's of interfering with our sleep a lot, which causes us to be more irritable and have a lot of brain fog. And the sleep, what happens during the day is our, our neurons and our brain are chat, chat. You know, we're all problem solving. You know how you problem solve. You figure things out all day in there. The right. neurons are making all this extra proteins and actually gar they're throwing garbage all over the place because they're talking to each other. But at night, 
they kind of calm down and shrink back, leaving this this space in between where the this rivers of fluid can actually flush out all the garbage. So it's when you sleep, you flush out all the garbage in your brain that's accumulated during the day. And okay. that flushing out the garbage is really important to have a clean brain, start fresh in the morning. You know how that is like if you get a crappy night's sleep, which women right. get a lot of crappy night's sleep during this period from age like 42 to 52, if you're having a lot of hot flashes. That's why I really think women should get their ass to the doctor and get, you know, just if you're really having a hard time sleeping, you need to probably do something to suppress the hot flashes. You need to take some extra estrogen to help you through this period. And you mm. believe me, your husband will thank you. Thank you for it for That's sure. Right. That's right. And that. your vagina and your vagina will thank I, you for it too. Okay. So, and you said that earlier. So let's highlight that it, ladies actually going to do this. will give it, uh, and when I say do this, I mean like getting an estrogen hormone, if I'm saying that correctly, right? Yeah. It's going to, it's going to regulate you from a sleep perspective and then it's going to make your sexual performance even more enhanced. And you're actually going to want to be intimate with that person physically. Exactly. Right? And it all That's a win-win. And it basically, it improves our mood. Because one of the times, you know, if you've even not been a depressed or anxious woman in your life, during this time of life, it's a two to three time increase in anxiety and depression during this time. Mm. So the estrogen will really help you with that. And obviously, if you get really depressed and you get really, you know, that's that your sex drive is like zero at that point when you're depressed. So but there are things to help you. So you need to get your ass to the doctor and get yourself either, you know, get yourself on some estrogen repla replacement and mm -hmm. get yourself on maybe an SSRI that's going to help you through the mood, mood parts of this. Uh, what, I, what I call in the book the transition, and get yourself to sleep because you got to get the you got to get the garbage flushed out of your brain every night while you're sleeping. Talk to us about your your Luann's daily sleep plan. What does that look so like? On page eighty six of the book, I go through um, a particular sleep plan about because you know a lot of women. So first of all, you got to get the hot flashes under control. If that's if that is waking you up all the time, and that not all women get that. About twenty percent of women just kind of go through this period of time pretty easy. But about 80% have something and the flashes wow. are you know, pretty intense and they can keep you awake at night. So you got to get your hormones regulated in a nice level area. And then you've got every morning you get up, you want to get some bright light. You get some bright light within the first before noontime, get at least 15 or 20 minutes of bright light in okay. your eyes because it, it puts the it pushes the reset button in your in your brain for the next 24 hours we have a 24-hour cycle in our brain if you don't get bright light in the morning it won't press the reset button so that needs to happen so get out and in the, if you live in an area where there's not a lot of light in the winter like right i'm sitting right here you can't see it but i have a whole panel uh just a light box which is what 150 bucks is a, it's a light box it's a i stick it on in the winter when it's not much light for about 15 minutes while I'm doing my email. So it's a really easy fix for that stuff for, for everybody. It really, really helps reset, reset your clock. Then ladies, what happens for okay. us, we don't metabolize caffeine as well as fast as you guys do. So if we drink a cup of coffee and at noon, it's still in the caffeine still in our system at midnight. Mm. So you really need to like afternoon, like, no energy drinks. Don't 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 pound down the green tea. Even the green tea has a lot of caffeine. And don't drink stuff with caffeine in it after twelve noon, and you'll have a lot better sleep. And then I go into the exercise piece because you want to do something before three or four in the afternoon when you're, you know, you try to just make yourself exercise in a certain way that for you, that's for you, will make you a bit tired because the the, the tiredness from using your muscles. Of course, the muscle squeezing, remember the, the cognitive thing for women in the 80 year old women, they looked at 
the women who had the best, best cognition at age 80 also had the, the strongest leg strength. So men, this is what I'm taking from this. And Dr. Brizendine, tell me this. Men, if you would like to assist in, um, in, in, in walking through this space with your lady, all right, make sure she gets exercise, okay? Make sure she gets her sleep. Put a big bright light in front of her face every morning. No, but but make sure that, that she gets her bright light in the morning. Um, the uh, you know the advisory of the caffeine uh, in in the afternoon is not good. And uh, again, and and the and this is in conjunction with perhaps having some type of hormonal uh, hormone ther hormone therapy. You need to balance. You need to get your. You need to get them replaced and balanced during this stage because if you're having hot flashes, if she's having hot flashes or warm, we call them warm flushes. If she's having that all day long and all night mm -hmm. long, she's not getting sleep and she's going to mm -hmm. be crabby. Her brain's going to be foggy, and you're going to probably be the lightning rod for it. You're going to be the brunt of it. She's going to keep the dog, and you are the dog. That and I think that's important, and it's also, I guess, paying attention, and maybe even uh, again, with with a start place would be maybe being observant, men, of where do you see um, her in this space throughout the week, throughout the day. Um, uh, but I say, you know, kind of judge that. Um, what what is her sleep looking like? Um, you know, does she drink you know caffeine in the afternoon? Because there are some people where they get a little tired, about one two o'clock, bam, right? Throw back a cup so they can make it through hour three, four, five before five o'clock, right? Yeah, you should go out for a walk or a stroll or something like that, or go out, go out to the pool, go out, go out someplace in the neighborhood. Just you want to see some green, something green, to so see a little bit of nature in the afternoon instead of slamming down the caffeine. And the other thing is the alcohol, of course, because remember, alcohol makes you a little sleepy after the first hour or so. But then the problem is, is that the alcohol, if you've had it too close to sleep, it'll boom. Two hours after you've gone to sleep, your eyeballs are awake. Your, your brain is like wide right. awake and that's caused by alcohol. So I tell women, if you want to have a glass of something, glass of wine, glass of alcohol, do it like at six o'clock with your dinner. And then don't do any from that point on because it'll, it'll mess with your sleep really big time. Is there a net? So some people might even though estrogen to that's, that is natural and organic, right? That's not man-made, not put together. Right. right. So and that's there's different, types, there's different types and your doctor can help you with the different types. And, you know, women, there's certain women who can't take it. If you, if you have the breast cancer gene in your family, that kind of thing, there's certain women that can't take it. And the, so that's a whole nother thing, but most women can. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, if, if you're not, if you're a smoker, if you're a smoker, you cannot take estrogen because it will mm -hmm. cause blood clots and strokes and that kind of thing. So there's, there's certain things that are like, you can't, you can't do that. So you have to talk with your doctor and talk it through what's going to work and be healthy, healthiest for you. I feel like that was one of those commercials on TV when they say, you know, talk to your doctor. <laughs> <laughs> that was that whole moment. I, had you know, a lot, I think one of the things women need to know is like, you got to find a doctor who's going to partner with you. A med you I call them a medical partner. A medical partnership. It could be a nurse practitioner. It could be a doctor. It could be what you. And if you have to take your girlfriend with you or take whoever with you in there, that's already been through the change, you know, been through the upgrade and the, you know, you really need to know that and take somebody with you, write your list down. You gotta, you gotta work it ladies at this stage. You gotta work it till you get a medical partner to help you through this stage. Cause you know, if it, this most sensitive partner or husband in your life, that's really wonderful if they know what's going on and can help you through it. But the person that's really going to be your cornerstone is your medical partner. Mm. And you, you guys, if you can help her get access to that, to, to a medical partner to help her through this stage, it's going to it's going to be good for you guys, too. 
And I like that part. That's where I was trying to figure out as men, how can, in that collaboration place of, you know, even if she's busy, maybe helping her to find a physician or whatever case it be, or, you know, obviously there's the recognizing that she has to be an active participate, participant in that moment too. He can't go for her, but it's not only understanding of what's happening, but then, Hey, this is how you can assist um, in making this a, a I guess a better moment. And a, a, she has to get to sleep. She doesn't have to, you know, do the caffeine and stuff like that. So we can go down that. But I think as men, we need to make sure that we understand it. And then where we can assist, even something as simply as going with her to the doctor. Um, but you also said something that uh, inside of the book uh, of the upgrade, you said um, a woman partnering with another woman that's been in this space. You, you said something about yeah, that. So if you go, through, go with their older sister, or a girlfriend or somebody or a woman at your church or so, somebody who's already been through it because She'll know more of the questions to ask and she'll validate. A lot of times women don't know what's happening. They think it's just, they think it's just them. We think it's just ourselves. We don't right. realize that it's our freaking hormones like making a mess of things. And we don't realize, you know, we don't necessarily realize what's going on. And we got we gotta we gotta be willing to talk to older women that have been through it that will that will hear you. <sighs> Listen, okay, so we're gonna have to come back with Dr. Brizendine because we're on question two. There's just so many subsets of it. And, oh, my light just went out. I guess I have been talking too much. Cause that light. <laughs> That's right. You up, need but... your lights. You need your lights too, Alam. Right. Say. Exactly. I, well, hey, that probably works for us too of having uh, to get our bright light in the morning, right? Okay, yes, there we it's go. really great for you guys too. It's important, definitely. So I really appreciate you having me talk to your audience because I really feel like men, you know, you, you know. Um, I think that couples do not talk about this stuff. Right. It's just like we women kind of hold it all in and figure out we have to we have to figure it out ourselves because we've always, you know, we've been figuring out our periods all of our lives since we've been about 10, 11, 12 years old. So we've been dealing with this. We've been dealing with this nonsense for a long time and we haven't really shared it much with you guys. But it's important mm -hmm. to share it at this stage because it, it's going to definitely affect your relationship. Where can they find your book? So the upgrade is all over the place. You know, it's on Amazon. It's in all the bookstores. If you have a local bookstore, I like to really support, you know, our local bookstores because we want them to survive. But and it's also on audio. I mean, you know, you can get it on you can get it, get it. In audio, I got audio. Kindle. You got your audio Kindle and you can get it in any of the bookstores. It's all over the place. So you're you're. Uh, uh, and, and, and drop me a line. I'm on Instagram. I do TikTok. I have a little thing where I the uh, thing about the leg squeezes, you know, or butt women doing butt squeezes helps your brain a lot too because it's kind of the biggest muscle in your in your body. So doing butt squeezes actually increases your brain power as women. I did a little TikTok video on that a while back. It's been a very popular one. I'll tell you, it's been that's hilarious. Yeah, doing and on Instagram what? you can come see me. I'm giving little tips on that too. That is awesome. Oh, my goodness. We are going to have uh, Dr. Brizendine back because I, I want to talk about, you know, some of the things that uh, some of the truths in, in midlife. I, I know we were really kind of talking about one um, here. One, you know, obviously we were talking about the, the intimacy portion, but I want to talk about some of these over the counter drugs that people, you know, try to take a natural. And, and, and how does that interact with it? Does it help? Does it not? And a couple of other uh, the, Whatever else comes out, because y'all can see that was just two questions that just turned into almost a whole hour. So I want to thank you so much, uh, Dr. Luann Brizendine. You have um, completely made my day. Um, just even being able to meet you and talk to you after like this years of just reading your 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 amazing work. Now, we're, now I'm going to say ahead of time, maybe five years from now, a couple years from now, we're going to expect the male version. Because so the women got the upgrade. We want to know what the men's upgrade is. So. 
I'm gonna challenge you with that one already. Yeah, well, you're, we're, you know, we're we're partnered with you guys, so we're all in this together, guys. So you know, you don't use you don't lose all your hormones and fall off a cliff like we do. You guys lose your hormones over many years between the ages of 30 and 90. So yours go down a lot more slowly than ours. It's just kind of you know, it's a gradual. Age 30, it starts to go down, 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 mm -hmm. and you know, so you don't have a you don't fall off the cliff with like stopping your your ovaries don't stop making estrogen all of a sudden like bang boom right. one day it's like gone so right oh man okay Whew, i was about to go into another question but i can't do it okay all right so we're gonna have you back thank you guys so much for joining uh and of course it's gonna be available on you on the elam b king on youtube and of course this is on anchor and spotify all uh major podcast platforms thank you again for joining the understanding man podcast with dr luann brizendine breaking down some stuff today gentlemen hey y'all i've cracked a little code today with y'all gentlemen i gave you that's some secrets it was medical and it's real and you do it it can just flourish it's so beautiful and don't blame yourself guys i want you to not blame yourself that's my message to your male audience lots of these things are not something to blame yourself for but you got to find out what's going on under the hood for her absolutely thank you so much i appreciate your having me and appreciate talking to your audience thank you so much and listen viva the upgrade we got to upgrade together men and right. women together upgrade together Hey, and it's an amazing book, you guys. The upgrade. I can't wait to get through it a little bit. Next time I'm about to have 10 questions. I'm only in the beginning of it. And I'm still going. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for joining us.